0: Hello, welcome back into the podcast. Dodging through the ravine. It is your host, Youngstead, accompanied in my co-host today in Jacob. Jake, the Dodgers hit the road to South Beach or South Florida as the Marlins broadcast likes to call it and took on the Miami Marlins this week in a series that was uh, highly you know, anticipated following the fallout of Holy Rios. See how the team responded and you know, we're going to get see how the team played this week. Kind of gather a you know, reaction and notes here. But before we do, how's it going?
1: Just going all right. Just been hitting the gym, you know, every other day. Not trying to hurt myself in there. Kind of did the other night. Everything's all good from that. And, yeah, I really just, you know, I kind of just been – kicking back too much lately these past couple days not doing enough research just not doing enough so need to get back onto that and besides that yeah everything is going well and just hope to be healthy
0: absolutely are you excited that football's here
1: I am and I'm not so like I'm a Charger fan for all of you out there who don't know And I'm not the biggest football fan, but I do go to I did go to a lot of Charger games in the past couple of seasons. And, you know, I'm excited for it. And I'm not just because I'm more of a baseball fan. I prefer to enjoy, you know, October baseball, try to get as many of those games as I can. So I'll watch like Sunday night football and that.
0: Yeah, I feel that, you know, I'm, I'm obviously a baseball first as well. I want the baseball season to last. Like, to me, it's baseball season until the end of October. Then it's football season, right? But obviously, people are, you know, all on football a lot of the time. And I just want to say the Chiefs offense is putrid. I mean, the Chiefs offense. Andy Reid is just a terrible coach. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about Super Bowl. He's a terrible coach. I'm watching the game right now, uh, the first game of the year. It's It's a monstrosity what I'm watching. But all that aside... Here to talk some Dodger baseball. And, uh, you know, the Dodgers losing a series to the Marlins, losing a series that they seem to be kind of outplayed, in my opinion. Would you agree with that? What was that? Do you believe the Dodgers were outplayed by the Marlins?
1: Oh, 100%. They were just, oh, they're set back by Julio. I don't know if they're setting the stage for the wild card or what it was, but the Dodgers just looked like they did not want to play.
0: Yeah, pretty tough games there, at least the first two games. But uh, Tuesday night, oh, yeah, so they had, a, two. they had a off day on Monday, travel day. And uh, Tuesday, they got into Florida and took on the Marlins. in a game that was relatively close all the way until the end, it was Clayton Kershaw making the start and – um. The Dodgers will lose the game six to three on Tuesday. Like I said, it was closer to the eighth inning, but uh, Clayton Kershaw got that start. I mean, got to start with Clayton Kershaw because Clayton Kershaw, you know, really ever since he's come off the IL back on August tenth, I believe, against the Rockies, the game in which I attended, you know, he hasn't looked all like the first half Kershaw, right? Like when he was dominating with like when the Cy Young, he has not looked anywhere near that. You know, coming off the IL, he's been, uh, you know. He's been uh or serviceable, right? He's been he's been serviceable, but he hasn't been great. And you know, for the Dodgers to go out there, can they count on Clint Kershaw this October to be serviceable, to be productive, to be a main guy in the rotation?
1: I think they can. I think Kershaw is still gonna be reliable in the postseason, despite past postseasons, you know, just where he's getting, you know, it's past postseasons. Despite that, I think Kershaw will be there in the postseason. These little hiccups, you know, in September, it's not what you want to see heading into October, but you know, it does happen. So, but I believe Kershaw will get over it.
0: You will leave Kershaw get over, even though he's publicly stated that he's pitching through injury because that is a bit concerning. His velo was down on all of his pitches by two miles an hour. Um, and he was throwing more change you know, throwing pitches that he usually does not throw. Do you still believe Clayton Kershaw is going to be, you know, one of the four guys at minimum, probably three in the rotation?
1: I do, yes. I think Kershaw will still be there in the postseason, first round.
0: Okay. Yeah, you know, for me, again, it's – we're getting down to it, right? Crunch time is coming up, or we're, we're in the middle of crunch time. He will make a start this weekend. We'll get into that, so – Keep an eye out on Clint Kershaw's start this weekend because, boy, oh, boy, you're going to want to watch. It's going to be on a Sunday where football's happening and all that, but uh, definitely one of the two Dodger baseball will be at, you know, uh, early game, 1035 in the morning on Sunday. So just be ready, be prepared to watch that Clint Kershaw's start because it's going to tell us a lot.
1: Yeah, that start will definitely give us more of a signal for how he's going to be looking if he does come, like, Like I said, I want him in – I think he'll be there in October. No, I think he's going to overcome it. But this next start, you know, it's really going to dictate that.
0: Yeah, of course you want him there because, again, we we already missed him in 2021 postseason. He was not there. And so to lose him for another postseason run, that would be just a gut punch to everybody involved. So, again, Clint Kershaw is not supposed to be forced out of, you know, into retirement. You want to see him right into the sunset. This is not the way you want to see him go out, so – Hopefully, Clint Kershaw gets better soon. But uh, the Marlins, as I mentioned, uh, Jake Berger. Remember Jake Berger back with the White Sox, now with the Marlins? Um, He's been a Dodger killer. I mean, the guy hit a home run on on Tuesday night. He was balling out this entire series. Apparently, Jake Berger likes to play the Dodgers. And the uh, the Marlins went back-to-back against LA in the eighth, ending off of Ryan Yarbrough, who came in as a long man following Kershaw in relief. Yarbrough gave it up there in the eighth inning. I'm not, you know, gonna overreact to that. It is what it is. But it is a tough way to lose a ball game that the Dodgers could have shoulda won. It was Brian yeah. DeLacruz and, and Josh Chisholm back to back there.
1: Coulda, shoulda, woulda. You know, back to back home runs really sets the pace for momentum. And the whole Miami team was just really ready to hit off the Dodgers. You know, once they got it going, they really didn't stop and It was tremendous.
0: Yeah, so the Dodgers would lose that game on Tuesday to Miami by a score of six to three. Going into Wednesday's game, and uh, they would take. Are they
1: talking about Wednesday's game? My bad.
0: No, that was that was Tuesday. Tuesday's game, okay. Yeah, it was the eighth inning. So, um, yeah, six three loss on Tuesday. Wednesday did not get any better. They would lose that game eleven to four. And uh, one of the worst games in recent memory. Um, It was a lot more respectable at the end, but um, you got to talk about your guy, our guy, Lance Lynn. Where do you want to start with Lance Lynn?
1: Well, with Lance Lynn was traded to this team. It was very questionable. People were having their regards because of how much, you know, just how bad he's been with the White Sox. And, he had a he had a really good couple starts with us. I think he had three, four good starts with us, five starts. And these past two, you know, just they're it's showing the bad side of Lin. So we've seen the good side of Lin and we've seen the bad side of Lin. And I, I think fans, you know, they're just they're gonna have to know that you no, know, that it's it's part of Lin. It's a part of getting that good side of the Lin.
0: I don't think we're seeing good Lynn I don't think we're going to see Good Lancelin again. Maybe against a bad team that the Dodgers play, maybe like the Rockies again. But listen, um, you know, you and I were not very happy. I graded that trade for the Dodgers AD when they got Lancelin a six five zero ERA, gave up the most homers in the league, highest ERA, most home runs given up. Nothing about that is you know attractive. Nothing about that is sexy. The Dodgers think they're just, like, this genius organization that they're just going to turn everyone into gold that they get. It's not the way it works. And, uh, you know, Lance Flynn faced the A's. He faced you know, the worst team in baseball, Oakland. He faced the Padres, who have struggled all year long. He faced the Rockies, the worst team in the National League. And he faced the Brewers, who are a mediocre offense at best. So all four of those teams are not good offenses. He faces the Red Sox, a really good offense, gets – hit pretty hard right three runs but gave up 10 hits basically the Atlanta braves the best team in baseball and he just got absolutely pummeled i mean it was pummeled uh pummeled show there know what's funny is uh the little meme that's on uh, the internet now that's i think it was joe davis he said this is as far away from chicago as can be like he was like good like the first two innings and after that ever since then he's been terrible like you think there's anything back to that? You know, Joe Davis talking about this is, like, away from Chicago and he's so good, but then after that he's just been terrible.
1: I think it could be that, you know, he just – Joe Davis is smart when it comes to baseball, so he definitely knows what he's talking about. So I I want to go to say that, you know, he's wrong on that, but it's Lancelin isn't proving him right either. Isn't proving him wrong either, I should say.
0: Yeah, so uh, Lance Lynn. So that was the gave sh- not even got to the Marlins start. So you know he gave up what six runs against the Braves. Tons of home runs. This Miami start was was dreadful. I believe he gave up nine runs. If you could believe that he gave up nine runs. Um, Dave Roberts left him in there for quite a while, and we know Dave Roberts loves you know leaving guys in there forever, and uh, you know yanking guys when they're doing good. You know when. Getting out quickly, but leaving guys in when they're bad forever. So, but so Lancelin, there's just the thing is there's no, there's no saving this guy. Like there's no saving Lancelin at this point in his career. He is what he is. He's not gonna get better, and he's not a guy that can start a playoff game, whether it's NLDS, NLCS, a World Series. If they even could somehow get there, Lancelin is not a guy that I do not want to see anywhere in this team come October
1: see your point but you know most likely he will be in the rotation just cuz of the lack of starters we have you know, he's most likely going to be in there
0: so what is his role in
1: get outs pitch innings
0: i mean that's Jarbo does that garbro pitches innings and gets out
1: jarbro will probably be a starter too
0: I don't know. Um, we're gonna talk about the rotation, you know. I guess we'll give our little, you know, NLDS rotation at the end of this series, uh, you know, recap here. But yeah, Lance Lynn, did not like it when we got him. I do not like it today. I just want to say though, you know, there's a guy on Twitter that he retweeted an old tweet or he retweeted a tweet that I said, you know, when the Dodgers first acquired Lance Lynn, the day of, or I think it was actually before I said. The Dodgers get Lancelin, I would be greatly disappointed. If they got or Cease, so I'd be very happy. And then he retweeted that like after uh, his first few starts before the Red Sox series, and uh, I just laugh at him now. I, I just laugh at him because he thought he had me, but really, you know, I'm kind of the smarter one in the, in the end there. But, yeah, I just wonder when, if I'll ever see him retweet again from uh, any Lancelin stuff. But, uh, yeah, that, that was a horrible game, 11-4 loss. Um, And if you saw, the Marlins were running all over the Dodgers. I mean, it was pretty bad. In fact, they were bunning a lot. Over down to third base to Max Muncy. Did you see that?
1: I did not see that, no. But the lack of arms with the catchers, you know, it's definitely not surprising.
0: The Marlins were bunning a lot to Max Muncy. And the thing is, Max Muncy couldn't make a single play. Any little roller, any little chopper. He cannot play third base. I don't I don't know why he's still trotting out there every day at third base. He cannot play third base. And I'll never forget somebody else on Twitter coming at me and saying, Oh, he's a better third baseman than Justin Turner. I just I just laughed because that was that was last year, by the way. And he's been horrible this year. He cannot play third base.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty dumb comment right there. You said they were stealing a lot or that you were talking about the bunting? Bunting. Bunting. Okay. No, I, I didn't see that they were bunching a lot to him, but you know, Marcy when it comes to um when it comes to the the, the ground balls, when it comes to the outs that, you when know, we has to get down low and come up for it, he he can't do that. He really can't.
0: No, he can, and it's going to cost the Dodgers. I'm telling you it's going to cost the Dodgers. It it will mark my words. It will cost the Dodgers if he is playing third base. He will make an error. And they will cost the Dodgers, whether it's a game, a series, the whatever it is, he will cost them. Mark my words. So it's on you Dodgers to make that correct decision and either bench him, hit him DH, or um, play him set, find another position for him. Cause he's not playing third base. If you third base, LA's done. Tell you right now. Um and just want to talk about the bullpen too. Gus Farland, I don't know how many times i got to say Gus Farland's name. The guy is awful. I know he will not be part of the October rotation. If he is, that's very troublesome. But he needs to be gone a long ago. Victor Gonzalez, I have no idea how he's still in the organization hanging around. The guy is bad. He was a sticky stuff merchant in 2020. No idea how he's hanging around still. So, again, the only lefty out of the Dodgers bullpen that is halfway decent is Ryan Yarbo, and he's a long man. So that's still a big problem for the Dodgers as well. You know, a team that loves the matchups—they have no lefty, you know, coming out of the pen that can they can match up with. So, that is a problem, and I'm gonna continue to point it out until something happens.
1: I still think Caleb, you know, could potentially turn things around and have it for us. But yeah, you have your point. There is no lefty strong hand besides Yarbrough in the bullpen.
0: The only good thing about Caleb Ferguson is his walkout song. That's about it. <laughs>
1: his walk-up song, and that is
0: uh, "Fergalicious."
1: Oh, I think his wife picked that actually.
0: Yeah, "Fergalicious" by Fergie.
1: Yeah, that's a good song.
0: So, that's that's the only good thing about Caleb Ferguson at this point is hearing "Fergalicious" when he comes out. Like it's kind of cool, but he's not a great pitcher, and I don't trust him. So, when he comes out of the bullpen in October. I'm not gonna have much faith unless he turns it around here, but he has not proven that all year long. So, um, going over Thursday's game, which was today, the Dodgers would get the victory 10 0, salvage another game. They would lose another series by a score of 10 0, beating the Marlins today, shutting them out at Lone Depot Park. Ryan Pepio show. Ryan Pepio went seven innings today, and he had a perfect game through sixth and two thirds I mean we were you know kind of whispering about Ryan Pepio here of recent shows you know ever since he came back talking about how good he's looked has Ryan Pepio done enough to give you the confidence in him come October
1: his start versus the Marlins I mean it proves that you know he does have it in him to go that long in a in a game I don't think he's ever won eight innings So, I I think they have to give him that chance. I think you have to trust him with that.
0: Yeah, I got the Marlins. A decent offensive team, a decent offensive team. They're not, you know, the 27 Yankees, but they're better than the Brewers, in my opinion, on offense. So, like yeah, like, this is good, and this is something that we've seen out of Ryan Peppio. And so... Ryan Pepio, I believe, needs to play a role and is going to play a role in October if the Dodgers want any chance of surviving past the NLDS. Ryan Pepio has to, you know, ball out. I mean, like I said, you're relying on just incredible runs here out of some rookies. Like, can do you see Ryan Pepio leading the Dodgers to a World Series? Like, does that ever play out in your mind? Like, can you see that happening? No,
1: No, it doesn't play out in my mind, but he's... He's definitely going to be in the rotation, though. I I can guarantee you that. And it's just, I, I don't know. Him and this whole rotation thing with the Dodgers, it's honestly crazy. Like, I don't think the team has ever ran into this much trouble with it.
0: Yeah, and this is all on Andrew Friedman. Of course, Dustin May has been out since May, right? So he knew that he was coming back. So you can't blame. Oh well, Dustin Nope, Dustin has been out for a while, and uh, you know Arias. You couldn't have foreseen that coming. But even with Arias in the rotation, that he wasn't performing well. The Dodgers didn't do much at the deadline to top the rotation at all. Right? He got one starting pitcher, if you could even call him that, in Lance Lynn. Garbo is a long guy at this point, so maybe Yarbo starts. But I doubt it. He's going to be a long man. You know, piggyback man, and um. Yeah, hopefully um, the Dodgers get together here. But Ryan Pepio at this point is probably going to start a playoff game for the Dodgers. And I hope he starts and not a piggyback, right? I don't want to see no piggyback BS. Let him start the playoff game. Yeah. And, and I think I it mean... gives the team more confidence because look how they play today. 10-0, offense came out pretty good. And, you know, I think it gives them a boost of confidence. Let them start the playoff game.
1: It wouldn't be a bad call. It definitely wouldn't be a bad call just with the way he performs. And if it's going to be an option, you know, why not let that one be the the most probable? More so than, you know, Pepioit leading us in there. So Yarbrough <laughs> over Pepioit, I would definitely agree with that.
0: Um, Yeah, like I said, Pepio is going to start. Uh, Yarbrough is going to be a long man. But I just want to see Pepio start the game. I don't want to see no piggyback stuff like with Caleb Ferguson starting or something ridiculous. So, yeah, Ryan Pepio, really good for the Dodgers, and he could be a potential player for the Dodgers down the stretch here. So I have high hopes for him. Um, offense, hot and cold. Again, I don't know what it's attributed to. But, again, like I said, maybe they do have trust in Ryan Pepio, right, and they gives him that confidence boost. And it lets them play loose.
1: If they do it, then, a hey, Pepe, you better perform. We'll get a bigger shot than that.
0: Yeah, and the football game's over, by the way. The Chiefs just lost. Um, yeah. But uh, moving along to you know, kind of wrap up our little thought here on this Marlins series, what is your biggest takeaway from Miami and the series loss?
1: Miami... Offense in general just does good versus the Dodgers. This this New Marlins team is just they seem they did well versus us when Miami was here, and they just seem to 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 continue to do that. So starting pitching just didn't have an answer for that. The one game where we did have runs, you know, it it was good, but you know those those two games where you know just Kershaw, Lynn, it was guys that we need to perform so. Especially versus a team like the Marlins, they're they're most likely not going to make the NLCS. So if they can't perform versus a team like that, then it you know there's there's already been concerns and it's raising more concerns. So you know it's just about you know how much trust are you going to put into these guys once it re, once October comes because they're going to be there in October. You know I don't think unless Kershaw you know wants to go back on the IL, Lynn's going to be here, Yarbrough's going to be here, Pepeo's going to be here. And, you know, Ulius is still a big question mark. So all that's going to come into play. And it's just, I think it's just about, you know, who are you going to trust in that game where you need that win? And it's, it's, I feel like it's going to be either Pepe or, um, I'm sorry. I feel like it's either going to be Yarbroy or Lynn. If it comes down to a, hey, you know, we need you to put in some extra work tonight, you know, uh, come out and throw four innings for us.
0: Okay. Did you say Reus in that?
1: I I said pot, like Urias possibly, he's suspended though, isn't he? Well, let's,
0: no, Arias is is no. done. So Arias he's not on the was, team currently. Arias was put on a administrative leave, so um he, he's done for the year.
1: Done for the year. Okay, I, I didn't know what administrative leave was.
0: Yeah, he he's done. He will not be with the Dodgers again. So, um he will not be with the Dodgers at all. But uh, yeah. Good points there. Um, overall, the Marlins series, again, I have my concerns. There's reason to be concerned about this club. You know, back-to-back series losses, of course, they're not going to play perfect. They're not going to win every single series, but you're getting down to it now. And you really need to see this team kind of take off here. But uh, the Dodgers will fly or currently are flying to Washington to take on the Nationals. We haven't seen the Nationals since the end of May. It has been a while. Uh, this weekend, the Nationals are going to honor Steven Strasberg. So, uh, you know, of course, I think he announced his retirement a couple weeks back, coming out of the Nationals Park, and going to kind of honor him there against the Dodgers. The Nationals, 63 and 77, in the midst of a rebuild. I think the Nationals' rebuild is going pretty fantastic, in my opinion. But so uh, the series probablys go as followed on Friday, it'll be Emmett Sheehan, uh, the guy that we're going to talk about here. Emmett Sheehan against Mackenzie Gore. Saturday, it'll be Bob Miller against TBD, and Sunday, it'll be TBD x TBD. So, Sunday, we do not know the probables as of now. Saturday, will be Bob Miller, and on Friday, it'll be Emmett Sheehan. So, like I mentioned, Emmett, uh, like I mentioned, Pepio, we mentioned Yarbrough. Emmett Sheehan is another guy that it's going to be very intriguing to see how he does here and how he's going to play a role. Um, come October, is he going to be a starter? Is he going to be a open guy? I think Emmett Sheehan has the potential to be an NLDS starter.
1: He just might. He just might. Miller's definitely going to be one of the starters, so, you know, that's a lock. And then, you know, Sheehan or Pepio, it really just depends.
0: I mean, I pretty much take Pepio. I take Sheehan over Lancelin. I'm telling you right now, yeah. I'll take him and Sheehan over Lancelin. 100%. Okay. Okay. Do you sit in that same boat?
1: I feel like in a postseason game, Lanson will get mad and he'll do good.
0: I think he gets mad every time and he still doesn't do good.
1: Fair point, but postseason is just it's extremely different and he's not on the White Sox, so, we, we, you know, we'll, we'll figure that out. I still don't know if I'd take both of them over
0: Maybe this weekend you might change your mind, depending on how Sheehan does.
1: I might. I just might.
0: Alrighty. Um, So, yeah, the Nationals and the Dodgers this weekend in the Dodgers' final East Coast swing of the regular season. Uh, Again, the Nationals, you know, the last place in the East, like this has to be a series win. Would you agree with that? Like a series loss here would be pretty disappointing.
1: Yeah. They definitely have to win the series to the Nationals. There's... If they don't, then like there's a fluke. Some like there, there, sh- there shouldn't be a series loss to the Nationals. I'm gonna leave it like that. There should be no further comment on that. It just it shouldn't happen.
0: Yep. So big series. Every series is big here. Down the stretch for the Dodgers playing the Nationals. Um, little note here. Little side note. Little nugget. Jada Martinez is expected back for the DC series. So. Getting J.D. back, I think, will be a little bit of a big boost there for the Dodgers lineup. We kind of forget that J.D. Martinez has played a pretty big role this season for the Dodgers. And so, yeah, J.D. Martinez in the middle of that lineup is, is pretty huge. Hopefully, he can stay healthy.
1: Yeah, hopefully his calf doesn't continue the crap on him. Cramp. I didn't say whatever, but yeah, J.D. right there in that big hole. You know, having him right there next to Will Smith in the lineup, it's it's definitely better than Max Muncie. So that that's something that the Dodgers, you know, going to benefit them.
0: Yeah, we know what J.D. can bring. I don't mind him at all. You just got to hope he stays healthy from here on out. Uh, any final thoughts before we do fair foul?
1: No, I think I pretty much expressed myself. No, Marlins are just offensively, they kill us certain games. Um, But the the starting rotation concerns and just the way it is, you know, it's there was uh, a real fishy killer, you could say, it like that.
0: Alrighty, yeah, the Marlins are a team. Of course, Sandy Alcantara is gonna have Tommy John surgery. It's just a matter of time when they announce it. He's gonna be out all of next year. Um, See, Alcantara is done, and of course, Soler just won the IL. So um, the Marlins are in trouble. I after losing Alcantara, I don't know. If the, uh, I think the Dodgers might beat the Marlins, and if they match up the NLDS somehow, but I don't see the Marlins get in. So, um righty, moving on to fair or foul. Fair or foul? The Texas Rangers are cooked.
1: Texas Rangers cooked foul. I think they still have a. I think they still have a race in them for the postseason.
0: I'm going to go with foul as well. Um, you know, I'm a Texas homer. I'm a little bit of a Ranger bias in me. I believe in this team. You know, they've talked a lot. They've done a lot of first place, you know, in the American League West. Of course, they just got absolutely kicked in their teeth by the Astros this week. But, uh, you know, the the Rangers, they have to do it, man. They have to do it. I believe they will dig deep, and they will somehow get in the playoffs. But, uh yeah, Mock won't say they're cooked just yet. I'll give him another week.
1: Yeah. Foul on that. Rangers definitely still have their. They definitely still have, like, momentum in, in that team to make it forward.
0: Fair or a foul, Cody Bellinger will get a $200 million contract
1: this offseason. Foul. I think if he was going to get $200 million, it would have happened by now. I just think that you know he's most. I think he's gonna get like a two, three-year extension with, you know, maybe a player options or club options, and then I know he is entering his 30s, so you know his time for a big, you know, 200 million dollar contract. It's not necessarily gonna end, but he is gonna have to, you know, perform well in this next upcoming season to do that. So I think he possibly gets another one-year deal or a two-to-three-year deal.
0: Okay, wow. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fair. I think Cody Ballinger will get paid $20 million. Obviously, there's red flags there, but if you want to be the optimist, I mean, the guy's proven that he's a top level talent, right? I mean, I think he's fully healthy now, and I think this is who, like, we know Cody Ballinger is, right? When he's at his best. And so, yeah, I think he gets $20 million this offseason. I don't know, I don't know the years. I'll say, like, 218 in 7 years Why not
1: 218 for 8
0: Something like that I I think Cody Ballinger will get a big payday this offseason So yeah I think he does Exceed two hundred million fair
1: Okay That's fair to say
0: And the last one Fair or foul Pretty privilege Is real
1: fair that's it's 100 fair um you know if if you live in a society which you know most of us do you know all of us are gonna pretty much say fair on that and if you don't well then you don't understand society
0: yeah um yeah yeah it, it's fair it is fair you're right i mean you you, you explained it um that is that is just human nature. It is a thing, whether people want to admit it or not. It's a thing.
1: Yeah, it's it exists. No denying it.
0: Yep, for sure. Um, any final thoughts to close out the podcast?
1: Um, no, it's just you know, bad series from the Dodgers by the Marlins. Not really too much to look for in that one to just highlight. And, you know, the, the fair foul tonight, some pretty good questions. The last one was pretty interesting. And, you know, besides that, good from here.
0: Alrighty. Um, yep, the Dodgers, like I mentioned, head to Washington. We will talk to you guys again on Sunday after the finale of the Dodgers and National Series. Dodgers will be back home on Monday night at Dodgers Stadium. So, with that being said, we're going to stop on the podcast. I really appreciate you guys tuning in. and Talk to you guys again next time. Go,
1: Dodgers. Thank you guys for watching. Wherever you are, stay safe. Have a good one. And lastly, go, Dodgers.